This is the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. This is episode number 89, entitled, Do the Gospels of Mark and John Portray Jesus as a Heavenly Angel? That's the question we're going to be looking at today. As always, the Biblical Unitarian Podcast is the podcast, the one-stop podcast that aims to start conversations about the oneness and unity of God and about the humanity of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Dustin Smith. As always, I am your host. If this is your first time to the podcast, I want to personally welcome you and encourage you to subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes and so that you can check out our previous selection of topics. And if you are a regular listener, I want to again thank you for supporting our podcast. Over the past few episodes, we have been looking at heavenly angels and asking whether any of the New Testament Gospels regarded Jesus Christ as one of these angels. Having examined both Matthew and Luke, there doesn't seem to be any indication at all that this is the case. Jesus, within these two Gospels, is a human being, both before and after his resurrection. There is no hint at all that these writers wanted their readers to conclude that Jesus is any sort of heavenly angel, whether that be an archangel, the angel of the Lord, or one of the heavenly host. Today's episode will conclude our study of the Gospels by looking at Mark and John, considered by most scholars to be our earliest and latest Gospel portrayals of Jesus Christ within the New Testament. As a reminder to our listeners, when I ask if Jesus was an angel, I am using that term specifically to refer to a heavenly angel, not a human messenger. There is no doubt that Jesus functions as a messenger sent by God, but we are asking whether he is portrayed as an angelic emissary from heaven, either during his earthly ministry, prior to his birth, or after his resurrection. Let's find out what Mark and John have to say on the matter by looking at all the text within those Gospels where Jesus and angels are mentioned together. Let's begin. Our first topic today is looking at the angels and Jesus' understanding of the second coming. We're going to look at this passage in Mark chapter 13 and verse 32, a very important passage for the theology of the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. In this passage, Jesus says, But of that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Again, that is Mark 13, verse 32. In this saying, Jesus defines himself as the Son of God. In doing so, he distinguishes himself from the heavenly angels. Both the heavenly angels and the Son are listed among those who are ignorant of the day and hour of the second coming. 
So this passage is doubly interesting because Jesus distinguishes himself from both the heavenly angels and from the omniscient God of Israel. It seems unlikely that Mark would have included this statement from Jesus if he wanted to portray Jesus as one of the heavenly angels from whom Jesus distinguishes himself. Our second point today, we'll be looking at the angels and the subject of resurrection. We have an interesting passage here in Mark chapter 12, where Jesus speaks to some Sadducees on the topic of resurrection and angels are mentioned. I'm going to start in Mark chapter 12, verse 18. Some Sadducees, who say that there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and began questioning him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves behind a wife and leaves no child, his brother should marry the wife and raise up children to his brother. There were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died, leaving no children. The second one married her and died, leaving behind no children. And the third likewise, and so all seven left no children. Last of all, the woman died also. In the resurrection, when they rise again, which one's wife will she be? For all seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Is this not the reason you are mistaken? That you do not understand the scriptures or the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. That's Mark chapter 12, verses 18 through 25. In this account, the Sadducees attempt to corner Jesus with a trick question about the future resurrection and how it would affect a woman who had seven marriages. In his attempt to argue in favor of the rationality of the bodily resurrection, Jesus says those who rise from the dead will be like the heavenly angels. It could be argued that Jesus viewed himself too as one who would be like the heavenly angels after he rises from the dead. Matters are somewhat difficult because Mark's gospel originally did not conclude with a resurrection appearance, only an empty tomb and an announcement that he has risen. It seems unlikely, though, that Jesus looked forward to a change in nature from being a human being to becoming a heavenly angel after his resurrection based on a few considerations. First, he doesn't say that those raised will become heavenly angels, but that they will be like angels, using a comparative conjunction in Greek. Second, Jesus' response regards the issue of one's marital status in a hypothetical resurrection state. So his primary function is to reassure his hearers that marriage is no obstacle in the power of God to raise people from the dead. In sum, Jesus is instructing those who believe neither in angels nor the resurrection 
that the resurrection is plausible and that those raised will be akin to the marital status of angels in heaven. Mark had an ample opportunity here to clearly regard the physical status of those raised as angels, thus giving an indication to Jesus' resurrected state, according to Mark. But alas, this does not take place. No attempt is made to argue that those resurrected, especially Jesus, would become heavenly angels and forego their own humanity. Our next passage will be looking in John chapter 20, verses 11 through 12, a passage to where angels are present at Jesus' resurrection. But Mary was standing outside the tomb weeping, and so, as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. That's John chapter 20, verses 11 through 12. This is the only passage in John's gospel that deals with Jesus and angels after the resurrection. Mary examines the tomb, and two brightly clothed angels are present. The attire of these messengers suggests that they are heavenly angels, rather than mere human messengers. These angels were sitting at the place where Jesus was buried. The text merely states that these angels were here in the tomb and that Jesus is no longer there. No indication is given that Jesus has become an angel or that the readers are to confuse Jesus with any of these heavenly angels. The risen Lord and the heavenly angels remain distinct categories after the resurrection, according to the fourth gospel. In fact, the ending of the fourth gospel in John 20, 31 says that the gospel's purpose was to inform the reader that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of God. Our third point today is looking at the Son of Man and the angels. There are three Son of Man passages that involve angels within Mark and John. We'll look at all three of those beginning in Mark chapter 8. Jesus says, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Mark chapter 8, verse 38. At the second coming, the Son of Man, who is a distinct human figure, will come in the glory of the Father and with holy angels. Presumably, since these angels will accompany the Son of Man from heaven, then they are heavenly angels. But this saying makes sure to carefully distinguish these heavenly angels from the human one, the Son of Man. Jesus remains a human being, and he is not confused with these heavenly angels. It's important to note in this passage that at the second coming, Jesus is still a human being, the Son of Man. 
Let's look at the next passage in Mark involving angels and Son of Man. This one in Mark chapter 13, starting in verse 26. Jesus says, Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send forth the angels and will gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest end of the earth to the farthest end of heaven. That's Mark chapter 13, verse 26 and 27. Again, we have the Son of Man, which is the human one, described in regard to his second coming. In this passage, the Son of Man has angels under his charge, whom he will send to gather the elect. Like the former Son of Man passage involving angels, Jesus remains the human Son of Man and is not confused with the heavenly angels. No attempt is made to equate or confuse the two. From the perspective of Mark, the Jesus who returns at the second coming is a human being. He is the Son of Man, and he is not in any manner regarded as a heavenly angel. Our next passage involving the Son of Man and angels is in John chapter 1, starting in verse 50. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That's John chapter 1, verses 50 through 51. This is the only Son of Man passage in John's Gospel that speaks of both Jesus and heavenly angels. Does the Gospel of John attempt to portray Jesus as one of these angels? It seems unlikely that this is the case in this passage. Jesus, as the Son of Man, again, a title for the human being, is likened unto the patriarch Jacob, who is also described in Genesis chapter 28, verse 12, as having angels from heaven descending upon him. In the Genesis account, Jacob is having a dream, and God speaks to him from heaven about his destiny and what God plans to do through him. The account in the Gospel of John appears to regard Jesus as the new Jacob, that is, the new human figure, since Jesus is called the Son of Man, through whom God plans to bring about the climax of Israel's fortunes. Having said all of that, the Gospel of John does not confuse or blur the lines between the Son of Man and the heavenly angels. No attempt is made to suggest that Jesus is climbing this ladder to becoming one of these heavenly angels. As the human Son of Man, Jesus embodies the destinies of Jacob and provides a window through whom God is able to work in the midst of his creation. And that's all of the Son of Man passages involving angels within Mark and John. Our fourth point today is looking at angels and the voice from heaven. There's a very interesting passage here in John chapter 12, 
to where Jesus is described along with a voice from heaven that some of the crowds describe as an angel. I'm going to read this passage, John chapter 12, verses 28 through 29. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of heaven. I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. So the crowd of people who stood by and heard it were saying that it had thundered. Others were saying, an angel has spoken to him. That's John chapter 12, verses 28 through 29. Here is one last passage where Jesus and a heavenly angel are mentioned together. I included it for the sake of being thorough, even though I don't think it's a very strong argument in favor of Jesus being an angel. In this section, however, Jesus is attempting to get his audience to recognize that the Father has sent and authorized Jesus. After a short prayer to God, asking him to glorify Jesus, God responds from heaven in a powerful way that is heard by those who are present. But those who hear it interpret the heavenly voice in different ways. Some thought that the voice was thunder, and others thought that it was an angel speaking. Both interpretations made by the crowds are mistaken, as the voice was clearly the Father speaking to Jesus. So, Jesus and an angel are spoken together in this passage, but no attempt is made to equate the two. If anything, the suggestion is made in regard to the voice of the Father as possibly being an angel, but not equating the voice of the angel with Jesus. And there you have it. That's all the passages in Mark and John where heavenly angels and Jesus are spoken together. So, in conclusion, we have observed that the Gospels of Mark and John present Jesus consistently as a man, a member of the human race. Both Gospels contain passages where Jesus and angels from heaven are mentioned together. But never once do either Mark or John attempt to lead their readers to conclude that Jesus was, is, or has become a heavenly angel. We first noted that Mark records Jesus expressing his ignorance of the day and hour of his second coming. In doing so, Jesus identifies himself as the Son of God and distinguishes himself from both the angels of heaven and from God. Second, we observe that Jesus taught the Sadducees that the resurrected righteous would be like the heavenly angels in regard to marital status, but not angels of heaven in regard to form and substance. Third, we examined the resurrection account where angels were found in Jesus' empty tomb. But no attempt was made to suggest that Jesus was raised into an ascended form of an angel from heaven. Fourth, we observed in various Son of Man sayings within both Mark and John, that Jesus is spoken of alongside heavenly angels, but while remaining the Son of Man, 
a human being. Lastly, Jesus offered a prayer to the Father in John's Gospel that evoked a heavenly response. While some within the crowd regarded this response as the voice of an angel, the fourth Gospel does not attempt to confuse that suggestion with Jesus' own identity. Having now looked at all four Gospels and having carefully examined all texts where Jesus and angels are mentioned together, we can confidently conclude that the four evangelists had no intention whatsoever of portraying Jesus Christ as a heavenly angel, whether that be one of the hosts of heaven, one of the archangels, or as an angel of the Lord. No passage within the Gospels suggests, or even hints, that Jesus pre-existed as an angel from heaven. Nor is there any indication that Jesus was resurrected into a non-human heavenly angel. Jesus is unambiguously portrayed as the human Messiah, both prior to and after his resurrection. In next week's episode, we will look at the book of Acts to see how post-resurrection depictions of Jesus regard his identity. Asking again if Jesus is regarded in the New Testament as an angel from heaven. Thank you so much for listening to us at the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Again, my name is Dustin Smith. Until next time, you folks take care.